Welcome to Dr. Warwick's podcast channel. Warwick is a practicing cardiologist and author with a passion for improving care by helping patients understand their heart health through education. Warwick believes educated patients get the best health care. Discover and understand the latest approaches and technology in heart care and how this might apply to you or someone you love. Hi, my name is Dr. Warwick Bishop and welcome to my podcast and videocast station. Look, thank you for joining me and today I thought I'd talk a little bit about supplements. Patients often raise questions about supplements and what they can take and what they should take and also let me know what they are taking. But to a large degree, there's a fair bit of confusion around supplements and I thought I'd touch on that because it does come up with a significant amount of frequency and because the supplement and vitamin industry is massive and many people are involved both in the sales and distribution but of course there are many customers and I think it's really important to stop and reflect and think about where they fit in and how they fit in and what they might be for you. So often we'll see literature popping up in the popular press but also in the medical literature telling us that a certain supplement vitamin coenzyme or whatever it might be hasn't been shown to be beneficial and i think this is often a cause for pause in recent time there's been some work on vitamin d uh, which came out and suggested that it didn't offer any upside uh, in the research trials that they did. And similarly, there's been work with fish oil, uh, which uh, didn't show any benefit. So let's just tease that out a little bit, because I think it's important to understand actually what these trials are saying, and therefore not potentially throw out the baby with the bathwater. Let's dwell on the fish oil uh, reports. There was a study that looked at a good number of patients, and I've referred to it in a previous podcast. It was done over a number of years. They took relatively well people, actually, and gave them one gram of fish oil a day. At the end of the study period, which was about five years off the top of my head, they didn't show any benefit, outcome benefit, statistically for the people who took the fish oil. Now, I think we have to be mindful that there's a few questions to ask before we therefore take that and leap to the conclusion that fish oil is no good. First of all, could those people have been fit and well enough such that their diets already included enough omega-3 oil, meaning that supplementing with more may not have had an impact on their absolute levels uh, or improved them uh, beyond where they already were. Possible. Is it possible that one gram a day is not a therapeutic dose? Maybe we need much more than that. And certainly if you had a large piece of salmon, you'll find about 30 plus percent of the weight of that salmon. You're 200 uh, grams of 
uh, salmon fillet will contain significant amount, amounts of oil. So we're talking grams of oil. We're talking 10, 20, 30, 40 grams of oil in a serve. So one gram a day may have been really an inadequate dose. So we also know that people with certain conditions, for example, people with very high risk coronary artery disease with high triglyceride levels have been shown to benefit clearly, statistically, without question, on really high doses of fish oil. In particular, EPA, uh, cosa pentatoic acid, which is one of the subfractions of the marine triglycerides in a standard fish oil capsule. DHA is the other. Interestingly then, perhaps fish oil isn't a dud after all, and it's more about who will get a benefit from it and what dose should we be using? And should we be using a complex of all marine triglycerides, EPA and DHA, or should we be using specific marine triglycerides, only EPA or only DHA? Well, I don't think we have the answers. And I think one of the complexities around the way we evaluate supplements is that, of course, none of these things in a medical environment, in a human being, operate in isolation. Now, I had a real realisation about this relatively recently. My son, as a 17-year-old teenager, was producing, as you would expect, huge amounts of testosterone, because that's what teenage boys do. He was also eating everything in the house, so his nutritional um, uh, his nutrition was really pumped up and he was surfing up to three or four hours at a time. So his exercise was way up there. Now, during the time that his testosterone is up, his eating was um, maximised and his exercise was maximised. You guessed it, he built muscle and lost weight. So he looked strong and lean, as you would expect. However, the question then is, what if he didn't have the nutritional uh, component of that? What if he didn't do the exercise? What if it was just testosterone alone? And the point I'm trying to make is that often we need all ingredients to get the recipe outcome that we desire. I don't think you could make a cake with just flour. It needs eggs, water, and other bits and pieces. So you'd need all these ingredients together. And I think that one of our failings, and it's one of the difficulties actually, is that we can't evaluate the holistic impact of different supplements. And therefore, we don't know exactly how they fit in. And it might be that the fish oil uh, uh, studies that I referred to before required other dietary or exercise-related um, contributors to generate an appropriate outcome. Well, it does make some sense that perhaps some supplements are beneficial and we probably need to think about who that could be in and why. Certainly, 
there is an endless number of supplements available. And if you look at any uh, vitamin store, you'll be overwhelmed with everything that should be able to help you. So where do you start? Well, I had the chance to read a book relatively recently by a Stephen Sinatra, a medical doctor in the United States, a cardiologist, in fact, who has a significant interest and passion for um, supplementation and holistic medicine. And his feeling for his patients, particularly with cardiac-related issues, are there are four major supplements that he would recommend on a regular basis for maximal cardiac health. And these are for people who may have high blood pressure, may have irregular rhythms, may have cardiac failure, or may even have ischemic heart disease. The supplements that Dr. Sinatra recommends are coenzyme Q10. You've probably heard of that. Not a bad agent to be given with statins for all sorts of good reasons. L-carnitine, which helps in fatty acid transport into the mitochondria. D-ribose, which is a sugar, which is one of the building blocks for the energy system that we require. And magnesium, which adds help in a catalytic way to many of the processes, over 200 processes in our body, and also good for leg cramps. So magnesium, D-ribose, L-carnitine, and coenzyme Q10 for people with heart-related issues, certainly based on the research produced within the book by Dr. Sinatra called The Sinatra Solution, seem like not a bad combination of agents to at least try and assess for yourself if they're beneficial. My own practice, I take uh, coenzyme Q10 from time to time. I take vitamin K2 during winter time, vitamin D. I try and exercise regularly. I try and eat a low carb diet with lots of greens and plenty of good protein. I also take good doses of fish oil and my feeling is if you are gonna take fish oil, you probably do need a decent dose if it's gonna count. But I have to say, all these things are, to a degree, based on trying to tie together where the evidence is and to get clear answers in randomised, double-blind controlled trials may never be possible. So supplements, I reckon they're a fascinating space. People do ask about them. I know people take them. I think there's a real requirement to think about where they might fit in what might be useful and of course one of the issues i didn't touch on that is important is the quality of the supplement that you acquire try and access it through your local vitamin store and seek advice there or through a reputable dealer online for now i'm going to let you consider what you might take as a supplement or not I'm going to wish you the very best. If you've got any queries or questions or even any ideas for future podcasts, drop us a note. Till next time, I hope you live as well as possible for as long as possible. Take care and bye for now. You have been listening to another podcast from Dr. Warwick. Visit his website at drwarwickbishop.com for the latest news on heart disease. If you love this podcast, feel free to leave us a review. 